it's Friday. Glad it's Friday. I drink a big glass of water every morning. Otherwise, I don't drink enough water during the day. So here we go. In three, two, one. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Today is Friday, October 18th, 2019. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup of coffee. coffee it's good that it's Friday it's good that I don't have 400 meetings today Had a lot of meetings yesterday good meetings one of them was quite long it was a great meeting very good things are coming of it but it was a little longer than I expected and uh, it it meant I had to shift some stuff around yeah, how many do I have today? Three? Well, two. One's meeting a friend. So two, two meetings. And somehow in there, I'm gonna catch up on email and a bunch of other things. Ooh, man, crazy down. Uh, yeah, so yesterday was that. Spent some time with friends last night. Tomorrow is one of the last tournaments of the year, one of the last competitions of the year. Uh, the majority of Team Whistlekick will be at the Twin State Championships in Lebanon, New Hampshire. At, what is that, the CCBA building? Something like that. It's an athletic complex in Lebanon. If you're local, come on out. It's a smaller competition, but higher concentration of skilled martial artists because these are people chasing points. I'll be in a ring, helping out, be a good day. And then after that, oh, I gotta pack. <laughs> after that, I head to Maine uh, for some training. I'll be back Sunday night. Last year, we did the same thing. After this event, I drove to Maine, I remember. I remember because I had a, uh, an inflatable Ninja Turtle, Donatello, I believe. No, Raphael? Shoot, I don't remember. Uh, sitting in the passenger seat and I took photos. Yeah, life's busy. I wonder if life's ever gonna be less busy for me. Probably not. I guess as long as I enjoy what I'm doing, right? Okay, um, yeah, let's do some questions. If you want to ask me questions, maybe you're new to the show, drop them below. Oh, this has a new version of something. I like when my technology updates and I don't even know. Um, all right, we got a bunch of questions going on here. All right, the joke for Funday Friday from Frank. Why does no one want to be friends with Dracula? Turns out he's a real pain in the neck. All right. I gotta, I gotta respond to some of this stuff. 
It has been said, we cannot control the cards we are dealt, just how we play the hand. By Randy Posh. What do you think? Well, that reminds me of um, the Kenny Loggins song, The Gambler, um, which is a great tune. And, you know, that song, that song always reminds me of, what was it, like episode 30 or 40? I had a gentleman on, Cecil Washington, who I really enjoyed that conversation. And he made reference to that song at the end, that he felt that song contained pretty much all you, all the life advice you needed. And whenever I hear that song, which I, I enjoy that song, uh, reminds me of him. We cannot control the cards we adopt just how we play the game. Yeah, there, there are so many things that are circumstantial. If you imagine how much of your life is outside of your control, you don't control who, who you were born to, thus where you are, your genetics, uh, what time in, in existence. You don't control any of that stuff. All you control is the effort that you put in, where you spend your time, what you work on. It's all you have. But the better you get, the smarter you are, the harder you work, the more you can control the outcome. If you talk to professional card players, they'll tell you, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes, maybe even most of the time, you get crummy hands, hands that you don't want. But you've got to learn to play the bad hands as well as the good hands. There are days that I don't want to train and I find some way to get something out of that day. There are days that I feel really good, days I feel bad, days that I just want to go back to bed. But sometimes you got to make stuff happen and maybe it doesn't mean that you're winning and you're succeeding, but maybe you're just not backsliding as much. Maybe you're not losing as much. It sets you up for better success on the next hand. Imagine for a moment that you've traveled back in time. You will spend 24 hours with Bruce Lee in his prime. How will you spend those 24 hours? If you listen to martial arts radio, you know one of the questions that comes up often is, if you could train with anybody, who would you want to train with? And Bruce Lee is probably the most common answer. In fact, I'm fairly certain of it. But when I ask people why, a large percentage of them say, because he's Bruce Lee. There's a, a celebrity appeal to him. Now, when I look at what Bruce Lee is famous for, you know, some of his, his martial arts philosophy, for his movies, those things, while appealing to me and interesting, aren't what I would want to, to do with him. I would want to immerse myself in just the way he looks at the world. So if I've got 24 hours 
I want to train with him doing what he's doing. I want him to look at what I do through his eyes and offer his feedback. Cat, you're fine. Zuza. I want to see what he eats. I want to see the way he handles his day. So few people go on to be legends, to be remembered decades after they're gone, arguably in a stronger way than when they were alive. We don't have too many people like that. Would you stop calling on the couch? Go sit on your blanket. You wanna say hi? can't sit on me, I'm doing a show. The fact that he's one of those people, I'd wanna understand as much about that as possible. Not because that's something I want for myself, but because it's something that I don't understand. I mean, we can look at it in hindsight and say, you know, yes, this happened. But from what I've read and from the people that we've talked to that knew him, there was a hint that he was going to become that. And I would like to experience that. If you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? Oh. I'm gonna guess that if all of you take a moment right now and think what it would be, you could probably get it. And if not, you would get close. The superpower I want would not make me a vigilante. Um, it would not make me professional anything. It would make me more efficient. It would be teleportation. It would possibly eliminate the need for a car. Although I do like to drive. But if I add up the amount of time I spend in a car, and if I get that time back, a lot of things change for me. I drive around 30,000 miles a year. So I would save a lot of that time. Those of you that have heard me kind of ramble at the idea of a whistle kick tour, that would instantly become possible. We would set up dates and times and poof, I would be there and I would do whatever it is we were doing, teaching or you know, having some kind of whistle kick experience and then pop home and sleep in my bed. I never have to sleep in a hotel room. Oh, that'd be amazing. It'd be good times. Yeah, that would definitely be the one. None of this flight stuff.
I'm not a big fan of heights, so that one's not going to do much for me. Maybe super speed, but you know the thing with super speed? When they talk about super speed, when you look at the Flash, he doesn't have, like, superhuman reactions. I don't believe he could effectively run that fast without running into things. Doesn't make sense to me. His ability to process information is not enhanced. And if you're running at hundreds of miles an hour, there's more stimulus to, to take in and understand. I think if the Flash was really the Flash, he would run into a car within the first 500 feet. Fun questions. Now, in reference to yesterday's homework about fight scenes, and if you were in a fight scene. Somebody responded to this. Oh. Gabe says he wanted super wanted flight. Uh, but Gabe also says... Um, so we talked yesterday about fight scenes and what would your fight scene look like. I would love to be in a fight scene where I was protecting an innocent party. Maybe I stumbled upon a mugging or assault of some kind. I would be fighting between two and four people and the choreography would emphasize takedowns and using one attacker against the other. Very well said. Awesome. Now, if you want to ask questions, drop them below. If you're listening in email later, listening in email, listening in audio form, a podcast later, you can email me, jeremywhistlekick.com. We do the show every weekday morning, 6.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on YouTube. So make sure you're subscribed, turn on notifications so you get the little notice that we're live, so you can check out this show, martial arts radio, Who'd Win, everything else. I'm going to do at least one more episode of Who'd Win, see how that does before we decide if that's something we're going to keep doing. So if you haven't watched it, go check it out. Let me know what you think. It's been a fun project. Now, for your homework. If you could train with any martial artist, alive or dead, anywhere in time, anywhere in the world, who would it be? Now, here's the caveat. You can't do martial arts with them. You can't watch martial arts with them. You can't discuss martial arts with them. You can't write notes back and forth to each other about martial arts. So in essence, this question is, what martial artist do you want to hang out with or learn non-martial arts things from? Maybe it's a guest from martial arts radio. Maybe it's Bruce Lee. Maybe it's someone else. Who knows? If you're willing to share your answer, please drop it below. I'd be interested to read it. Now, I hope you have a great weekend. I have an 8 o'clock meeting, so I'm going to go get ready. I will see you back here on Monday. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend and a great day. Peace.